Hey, welcome back to Vigilant Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host Sebastian. Hello, hello. And we're just a goalie and a goon that have taken one too many pucks or fists to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans who love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So how goes it, Sebastian? Oh, what kind of question is that? Jeez. Um, <laughs> it's busy around here. Um, you know, work and trying to get my many hours of uh, HP1 coaching certification work done and camp coming up here next week and uh, a bit of a family vacation right in, in the middle of camp. So things are busy and stressful over here. Uh, what about you? Uh, well, when the, when the listeners are hearing this, I will actually be moving into my Copenhagen apartment. Our wire transfer went through and we're moving in and we'll probably be running all around the city at the time frame this uh, podcast actually drops. So that's where I'm at right now. So, but excited. We're sorting this stuff out and I know you and I were going back and forth. You were asking me, hey, man, what's the CHL that you're all excited about watching again? And, dude, I was in England when they opened this league. It was like, I moved to England in 2013. That's when this league was founded, but it didn't play, I think, until the 14-15 season. And it's it's actually called the Championships Hockey League. Or the Champions, I'm sorry. It's actually called the Champions Hockey League, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So we're not talking about the Canadian Hockey League. No, this is a different CHL. Trust me, the confusion is easy. No, we won't won't be talking about the WHL, OHL, and QMJHL. That could be a future podcast. But this one's about the league. I'm able to actually watch on my time here in Europe, which is the Champions Hockey League. And honestly, you listeners in, in North America can watch this as well as games will probably start around 11 o'clock in the morning and the later games will start around two o'clock in the afternoon. So totally watchable based off your schedule in North America. And we'll get into the details of that as we move on with the podcast. You, you actually, uh, so obviously the listeners can't, can't see this, but uh, Chris, our host here, put together a really nice slideshow for us to kind of have all the information about the league and, you know, the teams and whatnot. And I'm actually just even just reading this, just learning a ton. I obviously know about the CHL, you know, different teams here and there. I Going through the slideshow, I actually found a lot of teams that I didn't even know belonged in this league. Uh, my favorite uh, current Sens player, Jimmy Stutzel, actually came from this league. Um, and I'm sure that's something we'll talk about later on in the podcast. But um, I honestly had no idea that some of these teams played each other in this league. And I'm actually excited to watch it this year. It's a really exciting format. One of the contributors to it was the IHF. And there's a lot of leagues around Europe and our listeners have definitely gotten used to me talking about all the different leagues I may or may not be watching here. And there are a ton of leagues. I mean, a ton of leagues over here in Europe. And you got the KHL, you've got the SHL, you've got the Meta Liga, you've got the Dell, you've got Czech Extra League. You got just a ton of these leagues over here. And basically the concept behind this league was to basically merge all the top teams from these leagues into this ultimate, officially champions hockey league, because basically you almost have to be a champion to make it into the league, and then or a top performer in that league. You can't be the Buffalo Sabres of the NHL and make it into this league. You basically have to be a St. Louis Blues or a Tampa Bay Lightning to be able to compete in the champions hockey league. You have to be relevant now, and your team has to be successful now to compete against all the other teams around Europe. Yeah, and like you said, it's literally like all around Europe. Like this is such a cool concept. And I mean, if people are kind of having a hard time kind of wrapping their head around what it really is, it honestly kind of reminds me of that Super League that basically soccer tried to start there not too long ago in the summer that caused all the issues where all the top teams were basically said, we're done playing the rest of the competition. We're going to play champions only. 
And this is what kind of this league reminds me of, just flipping through, seeing all the different countries and all the teams that play in the league. It's very much like a European Super Hockey League. Yeah, and that's what they were going for. And so that's what this podcast is about, is kind of trying to break down what this league is so that our listeners can understand it and maybe get excited to watch it. So basically, the CHL started back in 2013. And the reason we're talking about this now is it had a break during COVID, as many leagues did. Obviously, the international travel wasn't going to be a thing that they could do for this league to be able to compete during the pandemic. So it actually starts play on Thursday, 26 August for the 21-22 season at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, with the later games starting around 2.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the first 24 games will be played between the 26th and 29th of August. So Thursday through Sunday, and you can catch it for free online as long as you're not in an area that's geo-blocked. And if it is, it's, it's called a VPN. Just get it. Looking at the website, and again, we'll, we'll give the listeners a little bit of information about where they can check out the CHL online so they can actually experience this Champions Hockey League, which I think is pretty awesome. It was, you know, the league was founded in 2013 by a corporation of 26 founding clubs, six founding leagues, and the IIHF. It's a club-level team competition aimed to award the trophy and money to the best team in Europe while expanding the development of ice hockey on the continent. The league consists of 32 teams across 13 leagues from 14 countries, including five teams each out of Switzerland and Sweden, four each out of Germany and Finland, three out of the Czech Republic, two out of Denmark and Austria, and one team each from Italy, France, Norway, Poland, Slovakia, Ukraine, and Wales of the United Kingdom. And uh, yeah, dude, that's just a lot of really cool competition when you have 14 countries out of 13 leagues competing in this. Uh, you're going to get a lot of action. Yeah, this is actually, it's crazy. I mean, I honestly, like I said, I'm going to be really honest and open. Like before this, I knew a little bit about it, not very much, but just kind of going through this information. It's actually crazy how it literally is, like I said, a super league where, you know, these top teams who are getting players, you know, a lot of them are local, some of them are from around the world, and they're just really competing for basically a European championship. You know, this is something that I've never really paid that much attention to, but I think this season, as much as, uh, as much time as I have put aside for uh, things for myself other than hockey, I think I'll be doing some more hockey. Absolutely. Uh, so you mentioned all the teams that, you know, from all the different countries and, and that kind of form this league. I guess the one question I have is how are these teams, like, is it an application process or how do they get into this league? So I looked that up and basically the teams earn their way into the league by outstanding performance in their home leagues. And yes, there's actually there's there's a whole video on their website where they explain the mathematical format that goes into the teams that can actually make it into the league and stay within the league, including the team's performance in the last years of the CHL and the competition that they compete against. So if like, say, you're in the Metaliga in Denmark you have to be one of the outstanding performers in the Meta Liga to make it in. But your league overall has to be a competitive league and it has to, you earn so many teams out of it. So like in the USPHL, the Mountain Division only has five teams and they, because it's a new division in the USPHL, they only allowed one team to advance out. Well, the team in the, the competition in the Mountain Division of the USPHL it's really strong, and I feel like two teams should be able to go to the national championships next time. Well, they actually have a mathematical format, which they utilize to determine whether or not more teams can come out of a league that's more competitive. So if you have a couple teams just destroying other teams, they're not going to see that as competitive, so they might just allow one team to come out. They need to see competitive hockey in order for more teams to be able to make it out of that league into the CHL for the competition for that season. Yeah, it's really kind of cool, man. 
So, so if I'm understanding correctly, the stakeholder teams will get an automatic bid. Um, no, I thought so too, because when they described the league in itself, it's like, okay, well, these leagues and these teams, it's like 26 clubs that started it out of six leagues. They should be able to just compete every year. That's not how it works. No shareholder club is granted an automatic right to compete in the league. And there's only a maximum of five teams per country, but the CHL champion. So whoever won the championship of the CHL the year before is granted an automatic berth into the following season's competition, and they count towards their country's maximum of five. So there's not one team that competes in the CHL the year before, whether they're a stakeholder team or not. The competition of the team depends on if they make it in. Now, the CHL champion could have an awful year the next year. They're still guaranteed a spot because they won the championship the year before, but that's the only team guaranteed to play in the CHL the following year. It's crazy. So then going on talking about playing, I guess the kind of the next question I have, and you know, I'm, I'm sure other people are thinking is obviously these teams are coming from a league that has its own season into this, I'm going to call Super League. You know, how many games is, is like a full season or what's the game schedule look like for them? So the game schedule is they play about 125 games, if I'm correct, 125 games over 13 uh, game days between August and March. So uh, basically they break down the league into eight groups with four teams per group. And these teams will battle on to compete against each other. And they will play each a home game and an away game against each of the other three teams in their division. So they basically play six games and the top two teams come out and they advance to the round of 16. But the one big rule that comes out of that is because they have a whole drawing process. And again, they talk about the whole mathematical and drawing equation on their website about how they do that. But if you're two teams from, say, the SHL, you can't be in the same pool for the initial rounds to make it into the playoffs. So they have a ranking system where they just pump that team down to the next one and they'll draw the next team and put them against it. So they're basically not going to face off two SHL teams that face each other in competition all year long anyway, also in the CHL first round. If they meet in the the 16-round team playoffs, then they meet in those playoffs. But they can't meet in the initial round. And they do have to work around these other leagues' schedules. So hence they have 13 game days that they have to work into these other 13 leagues schedules. So it's kind of wild, but they, they absolutely make it work. And once they make it into the playoffs, it, it gets even more interesting because all the matchups in the playoff stage are played in a two game home and away aggregate scoring series form. Yeah. So um, you bring up aggregate scoring, first of all, aggregate, that's a word. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I had to I had to look this up when they said aggregate scoring. I'm like, wait a second. So they play two games, and what? I, I I had to watch a video like at least two or three times. So basically, the aggregate scoring is that they play two games against each other in the playoffs, and the total score is what determines who moves on. <laughs> so one team could win one game and one team can win the other. Obviously, if you win both games, you have more goals than the other team. You're going to move on. But if both teams won a game, whoever scored more goals moves on. And that's the aggregate scoring. Now, if after two games, the aggregate score is tied, they actually go into a 10-minute sudden death followed by a shootout. And from there, the developed playoff tree determines who faces who. So you can't have a first game that goes into overtime. If the game ends at 3-3 at the regulation, that's the that's the final score. There's no overtime. So this is just like, it, it, honestly, it reminds me of, and I mean, it is coming out of Europe, so it makes sense. It reminds me a lot of soccer, they call it football where you know you have your regular season where you play to win 
your championship in your season, but you also have this like basic championship tournament where it's it's really just kind of who is the best team overall. It's not really of you know the eighth place team going into the tournament is able to beat the other team once or whatever, however it goes. It's actually like they're to me. I just I really kind of like this format where they're taking all these teams and then kind of having simulations in where you know you have to say you beat the team twice. Obviously, you're gonna move forward to score more goals, but you know, if you got smoked by a team that you thought you were going to beat eight nothing and then only beat them one nothing the next game, well, it's over for you. Like it's they're moving on. So I, I kind of like that. It's very much like a, a minor hockey tournament style where um, you know they're they're just ready to move on to the next game right away. Yeah, and I never even gave that any thought right there. But you're right because if we've seen it in the in the NHL playoffs all the time and all these other playoffs, if you can destroy a team one or two games, just obliterate them. But if your goalie or something come up real tight and you can win the next three games, well, you move on and they don't, despite the fact that they might have outscored you ten to three. So it's one of those things where I kind of like, like you said, the way they do it here, and I'm really excited to see it unfold this season. I'm relaxing at night. That's when these games will actually be on. So. Really, and the fact that it's 14 different nations involved, it kind of truthfully appeals to me a little bit more than uh, I will be watching the Metal League while I'm here in the SHL and the KHL. The KHL is not involved in this league, though. But the fact that I can see all these leagues, all these teams from all these leagues around Europe compete in this one league allows me to better understand I guess the competition in each one of these leagues. So I'm not just watching a small group of teams from one country, the size of a U.S. state compete. I'm watching the continent compete and it's really cool. Yeah. And talking about competition and who to watch, um, obviously you put some research into this um, and it's clear, I think from what we're talking about in the podcast and obviously the slideshow I've gotten. So who are the teams to watch who have kind of been the top dogs in the last few years? Well, the, there's definitely been a top dog since this competition has started. So they've had six seasons so far, starting with the 2014-2015 season. Of course, the pandemic uh, eliminated the 2021 season. So the team that's been really dominant has been Frölunda Hockey Club out of Sweden. They've won four of the six championships so far. Now, the first team to win a championship was also Swedish team, Neslulia. But the other team that won a championship, I think, was season four. Four. That was a team out of Finland called a JYP, I guess is their abbreviation. But they beat a Swedish team. So if you're seeing the thing here, five championships out of six have been won by a Swedish team. One of those Swedish teams have won four of them. And a Swedish team lost to the Finnish team in the fourth season. So Sweden has five teams in this competition. And Forlunda gets the automatic pass into the season as well because they won the last CHL championship. And yeah, it's... Definitely dominating to see Sweden just kind of roll over the competition so far as the league has gone on. And kind of we see in the States, sometimes you want a little bit more disparity. You want some more teams available in there. And the league has, again, expanded even this year with the 32 teams it has now because it started at 26. Expecting to see a lot of strong competition this year. And no offense, Sweden, if I have Swedish listeners, I know I do. I can see the downloads. I'm really hoping it's not for Linda this year. That's all I can say. Yeah, let's mix it up a little bit here, boys. <laughs> yeah. I guess kind of, I guess the last question really um, I have at least is kind of like, where where can, you know, myself or even the listeners catch these games? So basically, as I mentioned in the beginning, there's some like geospatial areas where you can't watch it. But as the bulk of our listeners do come from the United States and Canada, in terms of our U.S. listeners, 
you can get shit on the NHL network. They actually sell CHL games on the NHL network. All games not live on TV are available via CHL's website slash app. Uh, that also is almost true for Canada. Canada, of course, isn't going to be watching it on the NHL network. Canadian uh, viewers can actually watch it on TSN. They actually sell CHL games on TSN and TSN Go. Um, but all games not live or on TV can be online, available via the CHL website and app. So I, from what it looks like on the CHL website, which you can check it out, it's championshockeyleague.com. You can kind of gauge more information there. You can learn even a little bit more about the league that we weren't able to explain to you here, or maybe some aspects didn't make sense, but also where you can actually catch these games, depending where you are. If you're somewhere else in Europe or South America or Asia, there are actually areas you can watch it there as well. For me here in Denmark, apparently, and my fellow Denmark listeners can actually catch it on TV too. And again, just like with TSN and NHL Network, if I can't catch it on TV too, I can catch it on the CHL's website and app. So I downloaded the app so I could watch the games again. I had the app on my old phone when I was with three before when I lived in England. And yeah, we'll be able to get it here too. And if and if you can't catch the games live, if you're working at home, you can definitely just put your phone down below your screen and watch some hockey. And and really, it's some awesome competition, man. I really, it's so exciting to see these teams compete and there's a different drive when you're when you're a Danish team per se and you're facing off against other Danish teams. That's you know it's one league that's very exciting. But when you have the other countries coming in, there's a whole not only so much you're going to be getting the local teams fans, you're going to be getting a lot of the other fans from other teams that are just going to root on the local team to beat the foreign team. So a lot more passion, a lot more drive in the CHL games. There's a lot more pride behind it and a lot more oomph in the, in the in the fan base so really really exciting and the teams that are in it here for denmark this year one's kind of off in a different part of denmark it's not easy for me to get to but roomstead is actually only a 50 minute train ride slash walk i think i'm like on the train for like 22 minutes and then i walk for 22 minutes to get to the rink but i can actually catch cho games live here and i can't wait for all of this to start and hopefully i can try to get tickets and get out to these games once i'm settled in i can't do it immediately but as the, as the season progresses i'm totally going out there and then watching rooks compete here and and rooting on my local team because that's going to be super exciting man so i will be flying to denmark um dude, staying dude. in your place and watching the game i got it we're good we're totally doing it. Like it's it's so close. I'm in the heart of Copenhagen, and we're gonna be able to go out on the train, and catch these games. And I couldn't be any more excited. I am so into the CHL this year, and I didn't know what league I would would drop on me here, but it kind of like that league came back up as I got over back to Europe, and I'm like, yeah, I'm 100% in. I can't wait to do this. I'm so excited to catch these games live, and just get into the culture. And it's gonna be a blast, man. Seriously, it's gonna be a blast. So if I had to put you on the spot, yes, right now, yep, who's winning the championship league? <laughs> I've done my research, but I haven't gone that deep. There's some really awesome teams in here, and I'm not gonna go for London. That'd be too easy. So if they win again, oh, surprise, you know, it's basically the the dominant team right now. I'm just gonna call an audible here, and I'm gonna go with my hometown team, man. It's gonna be Rungstad out of Denmark, man. We're doing it. It's going to be it's it's Denmark's year to get this championship and it's we're going to keep it here in Scandinavia. But the new country is going to raise that cup this year. All right. So I guess we're all going to have to uh, 
listening to the end of the the end of the CHL season podcast when we uh, we talk about who the winner is. It's all be Seer Capitals, man. Seer Capitals, all in. I can't wait. I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm seriously over the moon, ready for this league to start, and couldn't be any more excited for Thursday. But yeah, that said, we do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at PHH Official to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any upcoming games or hockey news we should cover in a future podcast. This was Pigeonhole Hockey Podcast with Chris and Sebastian. Thanks for listening. And remember, always clear your crease.